Yes team, welcome back to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. It has been a little while since I have done one of these. There's been so much going on on a personal and professional level. However, I am unbelievably excited to be back on a regular basis to now be able to provide you with hopefully some strategies, some frameworks, some principles, some insights, some stories, uh, some lessons, and also uh, some incredible guests that we're going to be getting on the pod uh, moving uh, into 2023, which is going to be brilliant and uh, something I'm looking forward to bring you so much more of. On a personal level, um, I was able to take Leanne and Lola uh, down to the south of Spain for Christmas. Uh, we drove through uh, France, Spain. Lola had the incredible opportunity to experience Bordeaux, uh, Madrid. Lola's my dog, by the way, for those of you that don't know, and uh, was able to spend, obviously, some time over Christmas uh, with her on the beach every day, which was brilliant, some phenomenal memories, an amazing experience, uh, and definitely something that we're excited to do so much more of moving forward. Uh, and obviously, on a professional level, uh, the high-performance coach, we're continually now innovating growing, developing, evolving, improving, and just now centering our attention on how can we now fundamentally provide the greatest degree of accountability, coach education, support, um, and the very best environment for the coaches we are working with. Uh, we've now onboarded two new incredible full-time um, team members that have now joined myself and Troy in the form of Mr. Ben Leader and also the head of athletic performance, Mr. Dan Reeve. Uh, so we're just now centering all of our focus and our intention onto uh, how can we now build uh, the greatest platform for uh, coaches possible for them to now go and really be all that they can be as people, coaches, athletes, and business owners and develop uh, the strongest performance company that uh, is hopefully uh, making the industry a stronger, safer, and better place. And then obviously on a physical level, I was able to... Uh, Complete the Lisbon Marathon. I had the goal of wanting to uh, go sub three. I ran a sub three hour marathon in training and on the day, uh, I got to the finish line in three hours and 41 seconds, uh, which I am more than happy with. If you were to uh, say that to Joe, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, it probably would have uh, eaten away at me. But uh, given obviously the heat, which absolutely killed me, um, I am more than happy with the performance. And now uh, I'm going to be giving you a little bit more of an insight into what I'm actually doing uh, as I now look to push on uh, with a sub 250 marathon along with uh, a high rocks competition. There's so much more to come, uh, which I'm going to be uh, documenting every step of the way on our YouTube channel, uh, which is going to be coming very soon. But going into today, I wanted to now be able to provide you with a training and uh, an insight uh, into what it now really takes to be able to build a phenomenal world-class coaching community. Now, this is something that I've struggled with uh, on a personal level for a number of years when I was running J-Physique and Team J-Physique, and it was something that I tried to get started a number of times, but I always fell short. It never really came to fruition, and ultimately, it was one of the biggest kind of like bugbearers for me and something that... Um, I've only been able to really start to understand the mechanics um, and the art of being able to build an incredible culture and community since uh, the evolution of the high performance coach. So this now isn't going to be me telling you how uh, amazing and incredible and fantastic it's always been and how easy it's always been. This is actually going to now be the lessons, the stories, the experiences that I've now had uh, with obviously running um, a coaching company where I struggled to now build culture and community because I felt as though that I only really excelled at working with people on a one-to-one -one level to now being able to uh, really be a part of 
um, the High Performance Coach, which is uh, a community and a culture and an environment that I believe is like absolutely no other. So I'm going to be sharing uh, some of the biggest challenges, some key principles, um, and some of the key actionables that I think you're going to now be able to uh, implement into your coaching business that's going to make a massive, massive difference moving forwards, uh, which will be the sticky glue that is now going to keep people together, united, uh, and give them a shared belonging, a sense of purpose, and also, I believe, is going to massively fulfill you. So first thing I actually want you to now be able to think about is what is the most cohesive group you've ever been a part of? And how did that now make you feel? That now might potentially be a football team. That now might be a netball team. Might be um, a group of people that you now um, are surrounded by based upon a mentorship or a program that you're not currently within. What has been the most cohesive group you've now been a part of and how did it make you feel? Why did it make you feel that way? And I want you to now be able to really think about um, what was it about that environment, that group, that togetherness that actually now allowed you to feel um, so connected to it uh, within that way. And if we now look at four big challenges that I feel as though that I've now faced um, and I now speak to so many other coaches and I feel as though that these are kind of commonalities that and trends that now um, are consistently cropping up. Number one, your program now looks like Monsters Inc. There are basically people from every differing walks of life that all have differing goals, differing values, uh, differing wants, differing needs, and differing aspirations, which now basically means that you're working with absolutely anybody and everybody. And there isn't this common uh, shared purpose. There isn't these common um, values and or characteristics and or traits of the types of people that you're now working with, which basically now means that your coaching program is filled with so many different people, which whilst obviously can be great from a coaching experience perspective, if you now really want to be able to build a phenomenal coaching community and culture and environment, the power for you to now be able to have synergy within the uh, types of characteristics, values, traits, aspirations, goals, drivers, and commonalities is going to be absolutely key. And that's also going to come back down to obviously your marketing, your messaging, what you're now known for, what's the big problem that you now solve, why is that now important to you, etc. Number two, uh, another big challenge that I now face was I was actually afraid of introducing people to one another through the fear of maybe them not liking one another, maybe not connecting, etc. And that obviously then having an impact obviously on uh, me and obviously then on the uh, coaching process in its entirety. Number three, the fear of creating a Facebook group or running live events or now bringing people together, running live trainings, and then nobody interacting, nobody engaging, nobody putting their hand in the air. You uh, have a Facebook group or you have a community platform that is empty. Uh, there's nothing. You potentially post and you feel as though that you're getting nothing back and you just feel as though that it's dead and ultimately you actually now wouldn't want to introduce new clients into that program because you just feel as though that actually, do you know what, there's nothing there and your clients are now going to either rise to um, the standard of the culture or they're going to fall to the standard of the culture. Um, and therefore, um, it's something you've been trying to get going, but you just feel as though you might get one or two interactions, engagements from certain individuals um, and those one percenters. But aside from that, you really struggle to kind of get that cohesion. 
And also finally, the big thing that I shared for so long was that I just preferred working on a one-to-one -one basis. When I ran J Physique and Dean J Physique, um, we initially, obviously it was just me working in, by myself uh, and I had around 75 to 100 coaching clients I was working with on a one-to-one -one basis. We then grew Team J Physique where we had a team of coaches uh, who were incredible clients, incredible friends um, of mine who then left their full-time jobs and actually became coaches and worked under the umbrella with their own clients uh, inside the program. And the one commonality that we found was that we just preferred working with people on a one-to-one -one level. And whenever we tried to bring people together as a group in the community and the culture, it just didn't really fit. And I also told myself the story is, I'm just better with working with people on a one-to-one -one level. Uh, and whilst obviously that can be a really, really powerful thing, um, the ability to now be able to give people accessibility and the opportunity to now be able to connect with others, again, have that shared purpose, that belonging, that safety and that security, um, is also now gonna be a powerful um, core need. So I'd love for you to now be able to just take the opportunity to be able to think about um, what right now is potentially my biggest challenge that I now face with regards to now trying to build a phenomenal culture and a phenomenal community. And again, this is, if not one of the hardest things for you to now be able to actually do um, as a fitness business owner. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of iteration. It takes a lot of evolution. Um, and again, it's also going to take a lot of momentum whereby you're going to probably be putting in the work, not getting anything back initially. But then when compounded over time, uh, your culture is even going to now stand, uh, is even going to rise or fall to the standards of your leader. So let's look at three power statements uh, that I've delivered to the team that I think uh, will hopefully be hard hitting and will give you a little bit of clarity. I've already shared this one, which is your clients will now either rise or fall to the level of your culture. Your culture will only ever be as strong as the behaviors of your leader. Uh, ultimately, you are the brand, you are the machine, you are the very thing, you are the very person that now sets the culture. You set the standard. In order for you to now be able to be a leader, you first need a follower. Um, and that now requires you for you to now be able to really put your hand in the air and for you to now be able to really share. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is the big problem that I now want to be able to solve. This is now why this is important to me. These are the contagious behaviors and these are the standards that I now want to be able to embody. Um, and also not only from an inspiration perspective, but also from a vulnerability and empathy uh, and an opportunity to now be able to open up so that you can now connect on an even higher level so that people once again now feel safe. And finally, results get people into your program. Connection is the very thing that now keeps them in your program. The culture and the community is the very sticky glue uh, that ultimately now will bond and, and bind people together. And whilst obviously uh, working with people on a one-to-one -one level is gonna be, I believe, um, the most powerful way for you to now be able to create buy-in and trust and connection, which is really important. And there's something that we now um, have inside the High Performance Coach. We now also believe just the power of Again, being part of something that's so much bigger and so much greater than just you that has a shared purpose and a common goal that you're now working towards. So if we now look at five key principles that you now need to ensure that you've got in place in order for you to now be able to build a phenomenal culture and community. Number one is gonna be your ability to be able to create belonging. And the best way for you to now be able to create belonging, first and foremost, is for you to now be able to have belonging cues. And belonging cues can look something like this. Uh, I see you, I hear you, I care. You have a voice here. We share a future together. Again, it's that ability to now be able to allow people to feel listened to, heard, understood. 
It's allowing people to now feel as though that they are important. They are an integral part. Um, and again, you're now meeting them on a human level first. They're not just another number. They're just not another person inside your program, but actually their characteristics, their traits, their energy, what they stand for um, and who they are will actually elevate. Um, and actually they belong inside the room that you're now currently creating. Other considerations could now be your body language. Uh, again, the way in which you now will turn up to potentially a Zoom call and or even meeting people in person. Like, is your body language open? Is it now warming? Uh, again, we now look at the non-verbal uh, communication. There's such an influential, essential piece of connection. That vocal pitch, the pace, pitch, and tone that you now deliver at, and also the eye contact. Um, <laughs> side of things, which is also going to be an important kind of connection piece. So even just now thinking from a belonging perspective, what's my body language like when I get onto a call with somebody? What's my body language like when I meet somebody for the first time? Um, how do I now speak? Um, what's my pace, pitch and tone like? Um, am I now giving them eye contact or actually am I now looking away? And then also, um, are you now giving them the opportunity to now be able to communicate? Do you give them the power um, for them to now be able to have like autonomy um, and for them to now feel like they have uh, a degree of significance, which may potentially be something uh, along the lines of you now recognizing, allowing them to now know that you're currently listening to them, which might be like, what do you think? At this present moment in time, this is what I'm currently hearing. Am I currently missing anything? What does that sound like to you? How does that feel to you? And again, that ability to now be able to just bridge that gap and allow them the opportunity to be able to share, communicate, engage, interact, add their piece to whatever it is that you're now communicating on just allows them once again to feel listened to, heard, understood, and to feel as though that they now have a voice, for them to now feel as though that you care, and for them to now feel as though that they have that greater connection. And another really, 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 really powerful thing um, that... I can't remember where I took this from, but it's something that I now do quite regularly and it's been so incredible. And that is the ability to be able to communicate your gratitude and thanks for actually allowing that um, person or for allowing you, uh, allowing, allowing that um, person into your life, into your world and actually uh, thanking them for allowing you to coach them and giving them that experience and giving them that opportunity to now be able to recognize and realize, actually, do you know what? Um, this isn't about this being a benefit to you by you coming into the coaching process, but actually um, the power and the importance and the gratitude that you now feel for actually them now trusting um, you to now be able to coach them through that journey and actually just now expressing your thanks and expressing your gratitude to them for that um, can be one of the most powerful things that you can now possibly do in terms of the connection and again just now building that two-way street and finally a couple other things that I think have worked incredibly well and that can be creating mantras using and embracing catchphrases. So one of our big ones that we now use is get the person thriving, the people and profit will follow. One big thing that we now used at the end of last year was um, is separation season. Everybody else is slowing down, we're now speeding up. Um, separation season is not about being better than anybody else, but it was about the intentions, the behaviors, the habits that we now wanted to embody. It was about recognizing and realizing throughout the winter period when it gets darker, it gets colder, it gets harder. Actually, the ability to now be able to and still continue to turn up and do the do is going to be huge. Uh, another one we had was stay on the fucking bus. No matter how hard it feels or how hard it is at that moment in time, the power of staying on the bus and just now being able to keep the blinkers on and stay centered and focused 
What would a high performance coach do? Again, this is now something that I live within uh, massively, but also now something that we want all of our coaches to now be able to live within. What would a high performance coach do? So whether you're now training, communicating, resting, um, being fully engaged with family, what would a high performance coach do? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. So again, like creating these mantras, creating uh, these little catchphrases, although may potentially seem cheesy, they're the very things that actually will now also allow people to feel connected. And also, again, if you're now looking at it from a marketing and a messaging perspective, can be so potent in terms of the ability for people to now be able to start to recognize like these key themes and they'll now be able to start to see the culture, the community and the togetherness from the outside in. So that is gonna be key principle number one, is creating belonging. And there are hopefully some key actionable steps that you can now go and take. Number two is gonna be the power of being able to build safety and security, which initially I believe is gonna come down to you having incredibly good energy. That now doesn't mean that you need to speak at a million miles an hour like me. Um, it doesn't now mean that you always need to be up here, but it's that aura, it's the energy that you have, it's that charisma. And charisma, again, isn't this extroverted um, way of being and communicating. It's actually, I feel safe, um, I feel heard, I feel listened to, um, I get you, I understand. I can relate to you and I can trust you. So again, that power of good energy, when people even land on your social media content, when they're inside your culture, when they're on a call with you, when they even receive a voice note from you, does it now elevate? Does it now improve? Does it now give them that experience that improves the quality of their day? Um, that actually you're making them uh, feel like they're better when they're in your presence. Another one that I absolutely love in terms of building safety and security, and I took this from Legacy from the New Zealand All Blacks, is we have no dickheads. Uh, there are no dickheads inside uh, the high performance coach. We now want to recognize and realize that this isn't about what you have, it's about who you are. It's about your character, it's about your energy, it's about your willing, your want, your work ethic. Um, and it's about near realizing and recognizing we need you exactly as you are today. And just now giving people that space to be able to appreciate that this isn't about what you have. We don't care how many clients you get, uh, how many clients you've got, how much money you make, or any of these things. Um, that now doesn't define you. What now defines you is, again, who you are and what you're now really made of. And just now giving that environment whereby there are no dickheads inside your program and just creating that safe space because you know that it only takes one bad egg that can then obviously upset the entire culture and community and it only takes a small hole in a canoe for you to now be able to sink a canoe and whilst we're talking about culture and community and we think group actually our ethos around building an incredible culture and community is still being within the power of individualization because in order for you to now be able to get the very best out of a culture and in order for you to be able to get the very best out of a group of people you now need to be able to get the very best out of the person so it still always starts with the person. It always still always starts with the relationship, the buy-in, the trust, being able to be dynamic, flexible, and malleable in terms of how you coach, how you communicate, and how you now lead so that you can now ensure that you're obviously getting the very best out of each and every individual and you are now being able to um, coach them in a way that you now know you're going to be able to get the very, very best out of them, which therefore as a byproduct will mean that you will actually elevate the group uh, which is going to be huge and I love uh, the story uh, that I think was in the high performance podcast a little while ago where uh, by there was a story around Arsene Wenger and how he basically before each and every game would go up to certain players and would say you're going to be the most important player on the pitch today but actually what the other players didn't know was that actually he was going around and saying that to quite a few of the players and it's actually again that individualization that connection piece um, that ability to now be able to meet the person where they're at 
is going to be huge and something that I've already mentioned a few times and it's something that we say all the time is we need you exactly as you are today. This isn't about what you have, this is about who you are. Um, and it's about realizing and recognizing that this is now a safe space for you to now be able to simply just be you. Um, and that's gonna be absolutely huge because I spent so many years of my life trying to pretend to be somebody that I wasn't, uh, trying to fit in, trying to please, trying to think that I had to say, act, perform a certain way in order for people to kind of like me. Uh, instead of actually now realizing, do you know what, I just needed to be Joe. And when you're now creating the right culture, the right community through your marketing, through your messaging, through how you're currently turning up, um, you now know that you're obviously going to create a safe space for individuals to now feel as though that they have that power and that ability to now be able to do that. Because everybody has different needs, different wants, different values. Everybody has different beliefs. And if you now look at like two um, really powerful frameworks, everybody has different core emotional concerns, whether that's now going to be appreciation, affiliation, autonomy. Do they now uh, value status? Do they now uh, value role? What is it they're now really driven by? because everybody has a different bias. Everybody will now see the world through a different lens. And again, everybody has now different needs that fundamentally need to be met. So it's about understanding, right, okay, what and how do I now get the very best out of this person? What are they now really looking for in order for them to now feel safe, secure? And this also kind of aligns to what Tony Robbins talks about with respect to the six core human needs. If you think about some of your clients right now, what are they really looking for? Do they need certainty or uncertainty? Do they now need and value significance, connection, love, growth, contribution? What are their like highest uh, core human needs? And ultimately, how are you now ensuring that the way in which you're communicating is allowing them to feel as though that they're now being met? Exactly could be the same for if you have team at this present moment in time. Um, the power of you as a leader now understanding what their emotional concerns are, what their human needs are, um, and being able to meet those in the way in which you now communicate, the environment that you create, etc., the roles that they now have, is going to be absolutely essential. And again, quite often it's the throwaway comments and it's what's not said that actually allows you to pick up those clues. And it's so much more than just a check-in. It's so much more than just data and it's so much more than just trying to get a result with somebody and I always say that if you meet the human first, um, the result uh, will always happen as a byproduct second. And finally, the safety and security piece is about now allowing people to really start to see this future orientation in terms of understanding, right, okay, where are they now going? What does that now look like? What does the roadmap now look like? Uh, what are gonna potentially be some of the perceived challenges and the obstacles that they're gonna face along the way? And how can you future focus those? Uh, how can you future focus those, sorry, in a way that now allows them to um, process that before it even happens? Because you now understand and you can articulate a lot of their problems and challenges, but then they can explain themselves because you now know who you're working with um, and you know what you stand for and you've been able to obviously build uh, this culture and community of like-minded individuals that have similar values, similar aspirations and similar targets. It's about now knowing, right, okay, these are gonna potentially be some of the challenges. These are gonna be the obstacles, but here's what we're gonna do. Here's basically insert another person that's been inside the program, that's been through something similar. And again, that ability to now be able to just normalize those things uh, can be incredibly powerful. Core principle number three, the power of sharing vulnerability. And this was something for me that I struggled with for 
uh, a long period of time because again, I had this thought process of I can't show weakness. I have to show everybody how I'm crushing it, smashing it, dominating, how everything's great. And actually, do you know what? I don't want to be seen as weak because then people may not think, uh, people then may not want to work with me. And again, that was just my own narrative, my own limiting self-beliefs. But appreciating and recognizing that one of the biggest and the greatest things that you can now actually do um, is just share that vulnerability. And that can even now come through. Um, I've got it wrong. I've screwed up. Or this is what I've been through. This is what I've experienced. This is how I'm currently feeling. And really important note here, if you only ever talk about the challenges that you've had in the past and you don't talk about the challenges that you're currently having, you almost pedestal yourself because you always talk about like how I or when I struggled with or went through or had this challenge. And then that frame and that language is almost then basically aligning to the fact that you almost don't have challenges and problems now when you're basically over it. Instead of actually now being able to, of course, communicate the challenges that you've been through, but then also um, looking at, okay, this is what you're currently um, going through. This is the current challenge that you're facing. This is, again, that vulnerability. But this is about now how this is going to be wrapped up in powerful lessons and obviously that kind of deeper connection with people. And now this isn't just now, you know, uh, getting the violin out and feeling as though that you just now have to share, um, obviously, all of your kind of like big pains and big challenges and big struggles um, and just basically dumping that on, onto the people that you're now working with. It's just simply just sharing. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm currently experiencing. This is how I've been currently feeling. And here are some of the things that I've been actually implementing, doing, putting into place, etc. cetera. Um, and again, that just allows you just to um, connect with people on an even higher level because they actually now realize, well, okay, he or she is a normal person. Uh, they've got similar challenges, similar problems. Actually, do you know what? They're not always crushing it. They're not always smashing it. They're not always getting up every day at 6 a.m. and going to the gym. Everything isn't always perfect because when you look at the highlight reel on social media, sometimes that will that's what we can now presume. Core principle number four, the power of now establishing purpose. And this is, again, so influential in terms of your marketing and messaging as well. And it's about really starting to understand like what is the big problem that you're now trying to solve? Why is that important to you? And what do you now stand for? What don't you stand for? And this is now something that needs to be, I believe, shared on a much, much higher level because there's information everywhere. But as we know, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So the power for you to now be able to start to share, right, okay, uh, this is the big problem that we're now trying to solve. This is the North Star. This is now basically what uh, we have a common goal and a common objective to now be able to accomplish and achieve and work towards. So to give you a perfect example, and our infinite mission inside the High Performance Coach is to now be able to transform and change the trajectory of the fitness industry by making it a stronger and safer and better place by ensuring uh, that we can now be all that we can very at being all that we can now be as people, coaches, athletes, and business owners. Because we know that if we get the person thriving, everything else uh, gets better as a byproduct. So this is now coming back down to how do we take responsibility and how are we now ensuring that we are now at our best so that we can now go and positively impact, transform, and change even more lives uh, because we know that your business ambition is always going to be limited to the amount of energy you have to give to it. So our, our like shared purpose, the big problem that we now want to be able to solve, um, has a common goal. And it isn't about me. It's about something that's so much bigger and so much greater than just me. And that will refine and evolve and develop over time as well. But it's about now realizing, well, okay, that's what it means and that's what it represents when you basically uh, 
put the high performance coach hoodie on. It is about now making the industry a stronger, safer and better place by ensuring that you can now be the very best that you can possibly be, not just in one entity, but across the board because you are the leader. Uh, and that's going to now limit the amount of people that you can now positively impact. Something else for you to now be able to explore is what does actually now being a part of insert your program? So I'll give you a quick example. What does being a part of the high performance coach now actually represent? What does it actually mean? And I actually uh, love the um, correlation here between that and like almost the supporting of a football team. When you now think about the football team or sports team that you now support, why do you support them? Why does it make you feel the way in which it makes you feel? Even though they may potentially lose every single week. Um, because you now know that you're not potentially following them because of all of the ups that it gives you, um, because you now know that if you only went to games or watched their results or um, saw what they're up to or put on the shirt when they were doing well, that for the majority of clubs, um, you know that that's obviously going to be very few and far between. So again, like, what does it mean? What does it represent? And how can you now almost start to do something similar with regards to your coaching business? So when people now put on that badge and they know that they're representing insert whatever your program is called, they actually now feel a certain way, which also then comes back down to the belonging, comes back down to safety and security. Um, and again, that's going to give them that shared purpose, which is going to be absolutely huge. And a couple of really, really powerful ways that you can now really give people this um, enhancement in terms of purpose, connection, safety, uh, and belonging will be initially through the onboarding process. Your content is always going to initially set the tone. So if you now go onto your social media platform, um, how much of this is now being shared based upon what I've been through today? Are you now just talking about information or actually are you now talking about connection, what you stand for, what you represent, what the big problem is you're now trying to solve, what it now means to be a part of your program, etc. Why is that now important to you? What are the stories, lessons, experiences that you've now been through? Your content is basically the gateway uh, that obviously now uh, is going to be the shop window that's going to attract and draw the right types of people towards you through the door. Second thing that we've done that has worked incredibly well is the connection piece. And the one thing that we always now share is like, you're now a high performance coach. And you're going to be an integral part of what we now do inside of this program. And that now isn't just a throwaway comment. Uh, that is now something that we genuinely wholeheartedly believe. Otherwise, they wouldn't now be coming into the program. Number three, share them into the group. Celebrate them. Introduce them um, to everybody else. And the more that you start to get used to doing that, the more others are then going to obviously start to want to comment and interact and share, which can be really, really powerful. We obviously have team, which therefore means that as soon as a new coach signs up into the program, we actually get the team within pretty much an hour to reach out to them on an individual basis. And we basically just get them to send a quick voice note that says, um, hey, Aaron, uh, Josh just basically just told me that you've joined the High Performance Coach. I just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Ben. I am the head of Doof. Um, and he's told me that you've got a daughter called this, a dog called this. We're so excited to get underway and we cannot wait to help you insert whatever goals that I've now told them. Uh, if you've got any questions, then please just let me know. But we cannot wait to see you smash it, evolve, boom, 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 boom. So already straight away, they feel connected. They feel engaged. They feel supported. If you don't have a team, then get a couple of your clients and now be able to go and do that. For any new clients that now sign up, just say, hey, Laura, would it be possible to go and reach out to Jenny? Uh, she's just now signed up to the program. She's an incredible lady who is looking to accomplish A, B, and C. Um, and from what she told, what she's told me, she's got a son called whatever, etc. So again, there's that connection piece and that ability for people to now feel safe. 
You could obviously now create physical connection. We send out welcome packs with hoodies, um, log books, t-shirts, and a whole host of merch. So again, it's that physical. As soon as they now put it on, it obviously means and represents uh, something, and they just have that something that they can now just feel and touch, which can also now be really, really uh, powerful. So even just looking at uh, doing that uh, can be absolutely incredible. And just a few things that are so small and insignificant, but can then be so significant um, just when you're now looking at setting the tone initially. So I hope that has given you some clarity uh, around how you can now start to really develop and evolve and build, obviously, the culture and the community you now have. It's hard, it's difficult, it takes a lot of work, uh, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of energy, and as you develop and as you evolve, your culture will continue to develop and evolve. But what you'll start to find is if you now set the tone, you can get really clear over those kind of key principles, um, and there's so much more that I could also go into today that I'm not going to, um, then that's gonna be the cornerstone and the foundation from which everything else will then be built upon, and then what you'll find is actually there will be other leaders inside the program that will then actually uh, carry the program and carry the culture and carry the community forwards. But the biggest fear that held me back was what if nobody interacts? What if nobody engages? What if nobody uh, wants to come to my live events? What if nobody turns up to my trainings? What if nobody engages in the page? But ultimately, it has to now start with you. When I first started delivering trainings, nobody turned up. When I thought about running a live event, I didn't really get much of an uptake. Uh, when I put posts into the group, I got absolutely nothing back. You set the standard, you set the tone, and the more consistently you now turn up, uh, the more powerful, the more potent that's now gonna be um, as that kind of like radiates through the people that are now gonna be working with you. If this has been beneficial, useful, and insightful, I'd absolutely love to know. Um, and of course, if you now know of another coach who would now find massive value in this podcast episode, then I'd absolutely love for you to now be able to share it with them. Aside from that, have an incredible morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're up to. I'm just about to go out and head out for a run uh, on an ice rink uh, because I live in Narnia and uh, fingers crossed um, it will... Uh, give me the foundation from which I'm now going to be able to build upon because uh, this is going to be the first kind of real run uh, of the sub 250 marathon prep that I'm now going to be able to uh, push towards. So uh, I appreciate you tuning in. If you've made it this far, thank you. I appreciate you and I look forward to catching up with you very, very soon.